So guys, welcome to the Rise of the Super Being podcast. I'm Vanderson Pires, and today I have a very, very special guest, someone I admire a lot, Andrew Farabee. So Andrew, he creates lots of courses, so 10x your date and relationship. He wrote the Dating Playbook for Men, the Breakup uh, Manual for Men, and the Porno Pandemic as well. Also, Andrew, it's a master life coach under Steve Jones, right? Yeah, that was quite some time ago, but uh, I, I, I've done uh, hundreds of interviews on my podcast and just through the different coaching programs and uh -huh. events and seminars that I've done, I, I believe it's been thousands and thousands upon guys now and, yeah. and the podcast has close to 8 million downloads. So mm -hmm. it's had it's had an impact on men and, and I think it reveals that men are searching yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and of course, you know, you did the created the host of Knowledge for Men podcast. It's one of my favorite podcasts all the time. So you 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 record over 400 episodes and man, as I was saying to you before, more than half uh, I already That's uh, wild. Yeah, that's man, wild. It's I, I was actually cool. right behind my screen here because we're recording this on Zoom. I have my uh I was editing a podcast like just before uh -huh. We uh we got on here, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And also another thing we cannot forget as well, you're a blue belt and BJJ in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. <laughs> yeah, man, that's yeah, yeah, a yeah. lot. A couple <laughs> tournaments here and there. Yeah. I, I I respect the sport and the martial art very much. Mm. So Andrew, yeah, and man, you live in a place in San Diego where it has so many good Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Academy. It's awesome. Oh yeah, there's there's so many here. Um there's, there's many. I mean, there's one literally down the street for me. There's almost oh, everywhere. I mean, even like local club uh, fitness gyms will have jujitsu classes. It's pretty popular here. There's a lot of Brazilian. There's a big Brazilian population here in San Diego on the beach. Mm -hmm. So do you still train, Andrew? I don't train. I got into this work and then it was just one of the hardest things I've ever done. I do, I do regret not continuing because I, I think it would be it would have been a great journey to continue, but I chose this path, and this path was very hard and very challenging. And I, I quit my job. I you know I was broke to do this, and I, I was it was it was a tough journey. I, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to sustain myself or if this is something I could do full time. But I was working like 12, 18 hour days just to try and figure this out. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, now there's so many blueprints available of how someone could share a message and make some sort of living from doing it. But back in 2012, 2013, uh, it, was, it wasn't that clear. So I was fully committed to trying to share this message and uh, it, did, it did succeed. It did take some time though. Yeah, that's, that's so awesome. So Andrew, and, uh, can you please Tell a little bit the how did you start the the knowledge for men podcast because you know it was something out of necessity you know and, and it's something very unique as well because man you interview just everybody you can name on this planet you know <laughs> high achiever yeah has been already on your podcast do you know another funny thing as well was I was listening to one of your episodes and and this guy he said you went to this guy house I forgot the, his name now man. And, and you saw your name on his whiteboard. And you said, man, why my name is on your whiteboard? Oh, yeah. I said, ah, because, you know, I want to be on your podcast. <laughs> I think that's oh, yeah, such yeah. a cool story, man. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Uh, the story starts just... I really was this lost guy. And I had struggled 
all of my life with women. I was I had just graduated college and I had gotten a job and I was working the nine to five and I had the salary and the benefits. And I had gone through a breakup with a woman that I thought I was really, uh, I was really excited about this girl. I thought we were going to go the distance, but it was the breakup. And then just this sense of angst of being lost. And I felt like just life was this groundhog day. And I was starting to fall into a depression of just like, wow, is this really what life is like? I remember driving to work and I just would be questioning like, wow, is this every day is the same? I do the same thing. And now I'm, I'm basically like becoming into adulthood and I'm just not really, um, I'm, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. I'm not, I'm not, I, I thought that there was so much more was going to happen in my life. And I think it's that moment right there where you can you can question the, the the direction you're going in your life, and you can then choose to like explore that and grow and try and figure out different alternative ways of of living and pursuing a life that you're passionate about and of growth more importantly, or you can numb your existence and continue the Groundhog Day, and then you 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 numb through, there's many ways to numb, but the obvious ones is drugs, alcohol, porn, video games, social media, all all these things, anything basically on a screen that is exciting is, is a way, Mm. (laughs) uh, or a substance that changes your state instantly. And you can, I, and I saw guys just doing that. And and that's sort of what that was one path. And that, that sort of is an accepted norm today with men, which is you just make money and then you live for the weekends and numb yourself. And then you just do it all over again. And you just sort of roll up your sleeves and, and just, you know, this is a good life. This is, this is success. And I felt that this was not my version of success. And so I started sharing my thoughts online. And I didn't know, and, and I wasn't even trying, but th- these articles were going viral and hundreds of thousands of people were in one day were going to my website and I was just writing articles about my challenges in life and just, just different thoughts. Like I was just really vulnerable about my place in life as a young man trying to figure out his, his life. And I, I think what was happening was a lot of people were resonating with that, that I thought I was the only one. I didn't know. I didn't know that other people were sort of feeling this way and the, the articles were going viral. And so I wanted to sort of embark on this journey to uncover answers and solutions from people who have results in their life, people who have made a life of their own choosing, people who have done incredible journeys and they chose a different path in life that was something that they were called to do, which uh, if, if you look at the hero's journey, that's very much what I was trying to capture, which is Joseph Campbell's hero's journey. It's just that arc, that, that classic story of someone embarking on an adventure and overcoming challenges and then returning as the hero. You can think Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, The Matrix. The, there's, there's always a hero who undergoes some challenges. And so I tried to one, it was for myself, but but two, I wanted others to benefit from this because I was starting to realize that other men were starting to think the same thing. Uh, other guys were either, they have been years or decades of numbing and they're like waking up, which is uh, what my seminars were called, the awakening where I would wake guys up and, and, and get guys to, to pursue the life they want. 
Um, and that includes uh, relationships. Um, relationships are a huge part of your life. And we can't deny that if you have the wrong partner, then that's not good. That's not good for her. That's not good for you. That's not good for your kids either if that happens. And so I, I want guys to be able to, to have the skills to date the type of women that they're truly excited about. Um, and then start starting to pursue a life of their own choosing. And so throughout all these interviews, it was for me, it was for the audience. And it, I felt like it was sort of ahead of its time back in 2013, 2014, 2015. Now podcasting's uh, sort of mainstream now. I mean, with Joe Rogan and Spotify, $100 million deal. Uh, I, I think spot, uh, podcasting's actually uh, a big platform, whereas I was just doing it because it was an easy way for me to get in the door of very successful people who otherwise would not give me the time of day. Mm -hmm. But since I had an audience of hungry, growth-oriented men, uh, I was able to get people I just never thought uh, possible. <laughs> like a lot of big name people, uh, Grant Cardone, Gary Vaynerchuk, Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank, Tony Shea, the CEO of Zappos. I mean, there's just so many people. Some of my favorite authors, uh, Ryan Holiday, Mark Manson, Robert Greene, all these people uh, were just... It, I was, they're just all saying, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, I was so happy. I'd spent so much time, you know, preparing for an interview because I wanted to extract the best possible knowledge for the audience and as well as for myself. And after I would, you know, I would try and implement and I'd try and put together these different themes and patterns and blueprints that I saw from all these interesting men and women. I interviewed women as well mm -hmm. who've gone on incredible journeys and uh, just, I, I just started applying this stuff into my own life. And um, yeah, it's been, there. there is another way. And the the path that many men are on it, until they wake up, I, I believe it is one of Groundhog Day or suffering and a life not of their choosing. Mm -hmm. so, so I think men sort of feel like um, that they are almost stuck and that this is this is just the way life is and we should accept it and and we should just be strong men and just and just deal with it and just and just not you know don't complain like just just deal with it versus well I'm not complaining I I just want to choose something that is going to light my soul on fire when I wake up and and that something like that is possible and um I think that's where men can truly uh find their purpose and I I think that's what's missing you were sharing quite a bit about that in New Zealand Mm. Yeah, so that's that's amazing, Andrew. and um, and again, yeah, I recommend every single, yeah, every single thing you said about uh, you know the preparation for for your interviews. Yeah, you can truly see that uh, you know through through your work. So, Andrew, you mentioned something about the you know success, and also what what's your definition? Because you see, I think one of the reasons you know men are so lost it's because. It's that idea of okay, so what success means to to the capitalist world, you know? So the idea of uh, have the car, have the, the house, uh, <laughs> you know, have this and that, uh, and so how, how? What's your definition? Yeah, and and this is something that I think men are really wrestling with for those who do wake up. So they do wake up, and then they start pursuing growth, and then they chase a skewed version of success, which. Mm. I was starting to fall into probably in 2015 and 2016 when things were, I mean, things were happening that I never thought possible. And 
People were flying from all over the country to come to these seminars. People were paying a lot of money. People were paying for coaching. People were paying for courses. Like it was almost like everything I did during that period, I like had the golden touch and like, mm-hmm. uh, I, I had struck him. I had struck a message with men. And with that came, uh, some, some level of financial success that I had never seen before. And I had never experienced before coming from a lower middle-class family, uh, and coming from a household where my dad was always without a job. He's always struggling. Uh, you know, mom just working like uh, not that great of a job either. Uh, so when I started earning money, that became, I, I, I did start to lose myself for some time. And with that, I started to lose my my purpose. I started to lose who I was and, and sort of the meaning behind the message. And so it took some time for me to realize that more money is not necessarily the answer, but the ability to wake up and live in alignment with your truth, live in alignment with what it is that you want to do to, to not necessarily like getting to a place where you don't necessarily look at projects with a dollar sign, such mm-hmm. as this one. Like you, you hit me up. I see that you're a black belt in jujitsu. I look at kind of click around. You're doing incredible work. And I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. Let's, oh, let's, Let's let's jam on a podcast. That sounds yeah. <laughs> fun, and it's something that I I would want to do. I'm not like no, there's there's no dollar sign here. Focus on only money making projects, and uh, t- so to wake up and to choose uh, what it is that you're going to do with your time, but ultimately living in alignment with your truth. And uh, like after this, like my friend's going to come over. We're going to go surfing on the beach. Uh, we're going to go have tacos at, uh, later at night. And then I believe I have a date. Uh, we'll see if she comes or not, but she <laughs> she should be coming. And it's like, right now I'm doing a really fun podcast with you. Right before this, I was editing my own podcast with a really successful guy that I interviewed. Um, and so you could see the day, the day is just, it's, it's, it's a fun day. Uh-huh. Um, it's, it's just a really solid day. And the next day, uh, tomorrow I have, I have a bunch of friends. We're getting a boat and we're, we're going to go fishing. We're, we're going to have just, you know, we'll barbecue and we'll just, just having like a good time, but it, it's actually hard to, to, to do this because there's, I have a lot of friends who are very uh, successful, but that, but they won't be doing any of these fun things. They won't, they won't be doing the things that they truly want to do, even though they make a lot of money. Like mm-hmm. it, it takes, it takes like, uh, you have to make like a conscious choice about what success is for you. And, letting go of the ego and of the comparison so that you can truly live in alignment with your truth, which I think, which is, you see my shirt grounded yeah, is what that. I believe grounded is. Yes. It, I believe it is one of the hardest challenges of, of man it, to, to live in alignment with your truth. Cause we all know what we would like to do or what, what we would want to do, but can you live in alignment to that? Even, you know what you might want to say, but you don't say it, you know, you might want to in you know, uh, make that phone call, but you don't do it or approach that girl, but you don't do it or have a tough conversation with your girlfriend or wife, but you don't do it. And the less that men can hide and the more that they can just show up to situations that they know that they are leaning towards or being called towards just the better of a life that that individual is going to have. And so I don't think more money is the answer after a certain point. So after you've obviously paid your bills and have a, like your, your, a basic level of just some stability after that, like you have really won. Once you have stability with something that you're doing, you've won. And now you can just sort of work and design the life that you would 
most enjoy. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So, Andrew, purpose, it's a, it's a massive thing. You know, it's such, something, something super, super important. So what's your advice for someone to try to find their purpose? Because, you know, you're clear, you know, for the things you're saying, for the things you're doing, you know, you found your, your, your purpose. So for someone who's a little bit lost, what's your advice for them? Yeah, the, the advice, it's actually one, a, lot, a lot to say there. But to start, mm. one is that's actually a great place to be. It's, it's not necessarily a bad place to, to view, hey, I'm lost. I'm not sure what to do. When I look back at when I quit my job and I was really feeling, I didn't know what to do. Like, I didn't know what direction to take, what path to take. I didn't, like, to wake up and to not have a structure is, is a scary place if you've always had structure uh, with work and school. Uh, so, kind of reframing this as this is like one of the most exciting times of your life. Cause when I was in that state and I was starting to just try new things and put myself out there, that was one of the most exciting times of my life. When I, when I didn't know what I was sort of meant to do or what I wanted to do or what my purpose was. So understanding that not knowing is actually a beautiful place. If we, if we shift instead of feeling anxiety about it, we feel, wow, this, this is actually exciting because you're not, um, you're not glued to anything and you're not, you, you don't have to, to do something. You can pretty much do anything. And so it, it's really the start of the hero's uh, journey. It's, it's the, the thing that the guy needs to do is answer the call to adventure. Uh, he needs to start viewing this period of his life as if it's an adventure and a part of every adventure is to go and try new things. And through trying new things, mentors and other people will appear on that path. Uh, but no, no one will appear if you continue the same exact patterns and routines that you've been currently doing. But on every journey that I've embarked on, because you'll embark on just many journeys throughout life, and I believe that is what makes life worth living, is the, uh, the making progress on hero's journeys in your own life. That's what makes life exciting. And to put yourself in new environments and you'll, there will, there will be mentors. There will be books that people recommend. There will be podcasts that you can listen to. There will be role models that you find. And so that, that I find to be like, if we can reframe it, that's, that is an important part is to, is to get out of anxiety, stop beating yourself up and realize like, this is actually one of the best moments of your life. And if you treat it that way, then when you show up in life, you're just a lot more alive and you can just saying yes to things like saying yes, call, like putting yourself out there and, and saying yes to just different adventures and following that fear and embracing risk along that path. Because if, if we let fear stop us or if we let risk, you know, oh, I need to do this, but I don't, I don't know, I'm scared. But understanding that like inside of the journey, it's, it is full of challenge. It is full of failure and of hardship and suffering at times. But it is through that, those challenges that build you into a man. And ultimately, that's, that's what the journeys would do for you is build you into a stronger man because you have come out and overcome some of these really difficult journeys. I mean, you could think of a white belt in, in jujitsu when he first walks in uh, versus his mindset as he, as he elevates to blue belt, to purple belt, to brown, brown belt, to black belt. He, he, he holds himself in a different manner. He mm -hmm. shows up in a different light. And why so? It's, it's, he's, 
He's been through a journey. He's been through some really challenging rear naked chokes and arm locks and triangle <laughs> chokes. And he's, he's gone through many different geese and, and he's had to wash his gi 3000 times. Like he's, <laughs> he's been through a lot and, yeah. and that's what builds him into a grounded man. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would say. And, and, it, and it really is on how you view your current state. Like to not know is actually an exciting place. And, and you can apply that in almost any, any, any area where you're not sure what to do with regard to, oh, I don't know what business I should start. That's exciting. You don't, you don't always necessarily want to be tied to one business for like, you can wake up and there's, you're free. Or if you're single, like you just went through a breakup, the moment you can really view that as this is actually one of the best, being single can be one of the best moments of your life if you, if you engage, mm-hmm. if you show up, if you engage. And um, so your mindset of how you view the current circumstance uh, it really dictates how you're going to show up that next today and the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so interesting what you said. Um, the example you use with BJJ as well, because it's exactly that. You know, it's the BJJ can give now to 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 men the the this experience of the rite of passage, and also that idea of uh, oh yeah, you know, you have to earn you know the belt. The, I always say to the guys, men, the only thing you you are able to pay here is for you know the right of the to come and practice jiu-jitsu here but you know belt is something you you don't buy you have to earn and i think that give me a, a, a you know a little bit of this idea of uh, exactly what you said showing up uh, sometimes you're not gonna feel like uh, to train uh, but you know you have to keep pushing forward and keep coming to the class and i mean you, you you're never gonna be comfortable you know some people say hey when does this get easier i said my friend you know i've been doing that for 26 years never get easier <laughs> yeah my my brother's a black belt he says it's, it's harder when you're a black belt because everyone's trying to get after you they're yes. trying to prove themselves <laughs> you, you're like they want to oh you know i passed a black belt's guard he says everyone's like three times harder. So <laughs> yeah, so true. So Andrew, by coaching so many people, what was the most common question people come come to you to ask for help? Hmm. Well, I I guess it it depends on which, like, where is the guy at? Because mm. I can break down different archetypes. There's usually men come to me when they're they're in a state of of pain of they're lost uh they're sort of lost like what your previous question was about purpose mm-hmm. uh or they're in pain typically from uh relationships relationships being sort of this moment when men realize that something's not something's not right here because I keep going through breakups I keep going through divorces I keep going through this very painful experience and I think something's wrong here. I think I'm not showing up. And so I believe if, if we have to narrow it down, that it, it would likely be the ability to be grounded with women, the ability to show up in a powerful way with women. I feel that a lot of guys are coming to me and they have been living sort of as this nice guy or they are not getting their needs met in relationship, which then... Uh, over time, the women could then uh, take advantage of that. And then it's it's not an attractive dynamic. The whole masculine feminine polarity is out of balance. When the man isn't showing up in his masculine, uh, that is indirectly going to increase the woman's uh, masculine energy as well, because there's no masculine in the relationship. And then that's when we sort of start seeing a lot of that frustrating, uh, nagging, 
disrespect, lack of support, lack of a good sex life in a relationship. So uh, I, I I have probably uh, 160 uh, clients right now, like as we speak, and I would argue 90% of them come to me for that reason alone is how can I be, whether they're single or in an existing relationship, uh, by being grounded in a relationship, especially in those moments uh, where I call it the feminine wrath is upon you <laughs> as sort of like a joke, but it's when there's, you're in a state of high anxiety and you're, there's a disagreement, there's conflict, there's tension. And it's in those moments when if the man can't handle those moments and she's really going to lose respect and lose trust because the man isn't able to lead the relationship. And uh, if she has to do it, then we are either going to lead towards a path of towards a breakup eventually, or we're going to have a very dysfunctional relationship that is predicated on logistical reasons, such as financial reasons um, or uh, religious reason, reasons where they're not allowed to uh, break up or anything. Um, so yeah, how can I be grounded with, with women? Mm-hmm. And it, it is not something that is, that is really taught unless you had a father who, who was a strong, healthy, masculine male role model, which is something that is very rare today. Uh, from what I'm seeing is, is it, a, a lot of a man's uh, issues can, can be rooted from how he was raised and how his view of masculinity and feminine femininity was between his parents and his siblings. And then that this will then just spark off from there. But very rarely will I have a guy who struggles uh, uh, immensely with women and showing up to women in a strong way who also had a strong father. It's usually a a non-existent father who was either not there because he was sort of uh, hiding or uh, numbing himself, or he was actually not not there in the picture at all. Um, And so we have a lot of boys who are, we have a lot of men who are, uh, who, who in many ways are boys in adult bodies. Wow, that's so powerful. Can can you tell a little bit more of that, Andrew? Because especially, for example, in New Zealand, uh, I can talk you now about New Zealand and Brazil, the, the the number of domestic violence, it's it's massive, massive. And uh, I think link with what you said, you know, the inability of uh, um, to be able to, to, to have a conversation, to deal with their emotions, to be grounded, right? Right, right. Yeah. So uh, what what was the yeah? So the idea it's how how can we how can we improve that as a man? Improve our so what I'm hearing is how can men improve their uh, communication with women? That's that's right. So we, we could we could we could back up a bit and ask why because we we sort we we know what we want. It, mm-hmm. The the man knows what he wants in terms of I would like more respect. I'd like to have her support me while I'm working or while I'm creating my business. Or I'd like to have a better sex life. We're only having sex once a month or not not even really at all. Uh, he he sort of knows what he wants, but he's scared to communicate. He's scared mm-hmm. to bring it up out of fear that if he does try and and bring up a, a conversation that would create conflict or tension, it would then increase his anxiety. And uh, as a man who struggles with women, he doesn't necessarily, he wants to avoid tension. He wants to avoid uh, conflict. If, if he fits into that nice guy archetype, he does not like tension. It's sort of like uh, 
kryptonite to him because yeah. when he's in that in that phase he feels a threat there's some sort of perceived threat of loss or a perceived threat of his own uh validation so what, what where we can go with that is is working on why won't the man do it and it's the increased state of anxiety so then we then look at okay well why is he having such high anxiety why is there an inability to communicate your needs with women and then often if we go down the trail it's likely due to if i do communicate and we get into an argument then i am fearful of rejection i'm fearful of loss of her mm-hmm. uh, i'm fearful that um she will leave me and i would have to be single again so in order to avoid that whole scenario i just will keep my mouth shut but we know that the longer a man keeps his mouth shut or doesn't show up in the relationship then this is suggesting he's not a leader in the relationship this is not a man that she can follow and she's losing trust in him which then just it's this downward spiral for that relationship. Um, so then we have to get the guy to say this. Can he, the man, every man in a relationship, but, but the men I work with, I get them to uh, one control your, how can they control their anxiety? Mm-hmm. Similar to perhaps uh, you're about to get uh, the choke is almost there. Uh, and, you know, if you're white belt, you tap right away. But the higher up belts you go, you, you learn how to control that panic, that, that, that fear that you might get unconscious. Uh, so you control your anxiety and you can, you can do that the same way uh, with women is controlling the anxiety and being calm and grounded in the moments when you feel that you, there's a perceived threat or that she may lash back or a, an argument might happen. Uh, but we can, uh, we can eliminate a, a lot of this anxiety when we can get the man to accept that no matter what happens, he'll be okay because he has a, he has a fear of loss and of rejection uh, of validation. And these are all primal needs, but uh, he needs to understand that he'll be okay. Even if in the worst case scenario. So if I can get the guy to accept worst case scenario of the argument and then accept it, and know that in, in in the worst possible scenario, you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Whereas that is what men don't believe. They believe they will not be okay, which is why they hide, which is why they don't bring it up, which is why they will then uh, go the other extreme, which you talked about domestic violence, and they will try and regain their power through physical confrontation uh, as, a, as a way of shutting down the feminine rather than being a masculine leader who can lead his woman uh, back into her feminine, where she can be more playful, supportive, nurturing, all the beautiful feminine traits um, that that we all love. So if, if he can accept that he'll be okay, it's, it's a lot easier to now show up in the relationship. And you can take it further, which is accepting that even if she left you, that you would be okay. That would be a very hard and difficult conversation to accept, but it is a true statement. I know it's hard to accept, but it is a true statement. And that's a statement that not a lot of men have accepted or even confronted, which is if my what if me bringing up some sort of boundary, so, something that's important to me, like not little things like, oh, you didn't clean this up, but like something real, something like a real core issue that is preventing the relationship from moving forward or preventing the man from showing up. 
because he's not getting his, his needs met in the relationship. So it makes it hard for him to meet her needs. Um, but if we can get the guy to accept that, Hey, even with that, I can be happy without this woman that I can still find new love with this woman. And, And I'm not encouraging men to break up. That's not the path, but to know that you would still be okay. Hypothetically, if this was worst case scenario, and really coming to terms with that because it is a true statement and, and the guy would be okay. It would, I'm not saying it won't hurt, but you would be okay and you would still be able to thrive and you would still be able to find love again. And that this one woman is not the only woman in the world. Now, again, I'm not telling guys to use this as a way of like, hey, uh, I don't need you. So I don't have to like deal with this or like, <laughs> it's more so a mindset shift where the man can now if he needs to uh, assert a firm boundary, he can do it from a place of confidence and power versus um, not showing up at all versus hiding. And so how a man shows up with his anxiety can tell me a lot about how successful he'll be in a relationship because you will have to have difficult conversations in a relationship. Your needs do matter and a lot of men don't get their needs met. And because of that, they don't show up in their relationship. That's just like a introductory conversation yeah. around that topic. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, because we, we quite hear a lot the, the idea, ah, men, you know, doesn't express themselves. You know, this is why it creates so much tension. Even um, the, the evolutionary idea as well of, you know, woman has way more words on their vocabulary, you know, to, to express themselves and, and men less has less, you know, it, even, even I was saying to you before, Andrew, um, I had the experience of teaching mindfulness and meditation at the prison. And yeah. when I, you know, I have the opportunity to share your book there and the guys were very impressed because yeah, they, they, they first, they kind of make it a little joke of me said, ah, you know, so because they always trying to push you there as well. You know? And they said, ah, you know, so why, why do you need a, a book for dating? And I said, oh, my friend, you can always improve, you know, everything you can do. You can improve the way you walk. You can improve. And it has a book for that. Huh? And, uh, and your book was a huge <laughs> success there. It was, was very, very interesting. But uh, I had two um, opportunities, Andrew. One, to work at the prison, the Mayo prison, when the guys, they only ex- express themselves when they're in the groups. When you put them, you know, individually on the side, you know that as you said, the anxiety kicks in, and it's interesting yeah. because the 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 prison with a woman, it's completely the opposite. You know, woman they express themselves very well. Uh, it's interesting because they still run their family through through the phone as well at the prison, and uh, and what you said about anxiety, it's it's so interesting. What's your advice, Andrew, for someone? Um, what what a, a daily thing someone could do to diminish the anxiety? Yeah, is a, a lot of men today who also struggle with women are also struggling to have an invigorating life. It, you typically don't find a guy who has this invigorating, thriving life, and then no women are interested. Mm, well, I love <laughs> it's, it's that. Usually, yeah. <laughs> it's usually they go together. And so when the guy is in a groundhog day, and what I mean by groundhog is just very routine. He wakes up, he gets ready, he eats the same meal, he goes to work. You know, He doesn't necessarily like his job, but it pays for the bills. So he continues on and then he 
eats lunch and then he goes there, goes home, goes to uh, goes to the gym, comes back, watches Netflix, watches porn, watches whatever he does. And he can even be married, but just unhappy, doesn't really talk to her. They're more like roommates. Uh, so and and then we spend a lot of time on devices. We spend a lot of time really not in a state of anxiety. We really not putting ourselves because like we're 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 very primal historically evolutionary we were pretty much always suffering as humans like humans historically we're, we're basically always in a state of struggle uh, a, a state of discomfort in order to survive in fact just most people just wouldn't be able to survive and and they would die and so understanding like where we come from and what our roots are and what we're actually capable of as humans and then this world that we live in that has shifted in the past uh, like probably in the last 50 to 100 years where comfort is actually just the norm and discomfort is something we we, we push away. Like, whoa, what, what is that? And, and I think that's why uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is such a, a, a great martial art uh, because you can really uh, you can really go the distance, uh, whereas boxing or something, um, you, you spar, but you don't go the distance. The tap mm-hmm. suggests uh, that you died. Uh, you really go the distance. Yeah. Um, which I think is is a is a great platform for men to challenge themselves and to uh, put themselves into a state of discomfort on a regular basis. Jujitsu being, I, I recommend that actually to um, okay. to all men to at least do six months, like understand just the foundations at the bare minimum, or uh, wrestling or some form of uh, you know no gi grappling, because mm-hmm. um, you can really go hard uh, without getting super you know really injured. But uh, those are some physical aspects. Uh, but I encourage men to do do things that you naturally want to do as a way of training your yourself to handle increased sudden increased states of anxiety as well as discomfort. Uh, because when it happens really quick, uh, we often freeze. And when we freeze, and you see that very you know, juice is just yeah. a great analogy for this. But you see that when a guy freezes. And, you know, when he's when something's happening and he just kind of freezes and the guy just kind of takes his back or something. But um, men can do things that they naturally want to do to put themselves in those states. And a very simple thing. It's very simple. It's too simple. And it's something everyone could do today uh, would be taking, you know, ice cold showers uh, in the morning uh, because when you get in there, you'll notice your anxiety will increase and you don't want to do it. And it's a state of discomfort, but you have to ask yourself, why am I feeling this? And if you really go down that path, it's because you think there's some sort of perceived threat that you won't be okay, that something is bad is about to happen. But in reality, uh, nothing, nothing bad will happen to you, but, but it's a great, uh, something just everyone could do, uh, right after this, just when you take a shower tonight or in the morning, just to put take a regular shower and then put it all the way to the cold and just notice your anxiety spike up and you can really feel those emotions about why why am i scared in this moment when nothing bad will happen to me in fact cold showers are actually good for you mm-hmm. um and and so you know that's just one simple thing but getting guys to embrace discomfort and really tap back into who they are as men and as humans which is we are actually very good at handling discomfort and anxiety the only problem is, is that we live in a society where it's the complete opposite. Everything is so comfortable. Everything is so like my neighbor here. Uh, he he always is getting the food delivered, like the the restaurant food. Uh, Postmates is what it's called here. I don't know if you guys have that Grubhub, 
where the delivery guy will always bring. So he just sits there and drinks and um, plays video games and um, uh, and gets all his food delivered. And it's just an example of extreme comfort. Um, you know, not embracing. I'm here by the beach, and it's like you know, go out, like go explore, yeah. um, and you know, do things that put yourself in uncomfortable situations, and and know that this is this is good and this is healthy. Because if you don't have it, then in the times that it does occur, you will fail. And usually those times are very critical for you as a man. But you can hack this by doing things you you want to do. Like after this, I'm going surfing. Surfing, it, uh, I'm surfing bigger and bigger and bigger waves. And there's a lot of anxiety when that wave is come. You're like, oh, that's a, this is this wave's two two times bigger than the previous ones. And you're like, you're like, oh, you're paddling. You don't know if you're gonna nosedive and flip. And your friends are watching. There's a lot of anxiety there, but it's healthy. It's good, especially when you do succeed and you do calm yourself in that moment. But I do think jujitsu is a very powerful way. Uh, I, I recommend to, even though I'm not actively practicing, I acknowledge that it is a great platform for men um, as, as far as uh, mindset, um, controlling their anxiety, and you're, you're in discomfort the entire time. I don't think there's anything, even when you win, you're in a state of discomfort um, mm-hmm. uh, be, because you sort, you know, you kind of barely win. <laughs> so, true. <laughs> so true. That's so awesome. So, Andrew, just man, my friend, I know, I know you, you're super busy. I'm gonna just read something here because I got, I got time. I got yeah, time yeah. for you. So. Ah, okay, cool. So, uh, I love that, man. There's always given because normally I listen to to your podcast in the morning uh, before I go to to the the academy, you know, because I'm a one man band, you know. So I go there, I, I clean the club, you know. I I'm the receptionist, I'm the coach, I do everything there. So but before in the morning I go to the gym, I, I you know I drop my wife to to work and I go to the gym and this is the time I listen to your podcast and I always I always you know with my a little taking notes, people even ask, oh man, so you take notes of your sets? I said, no, 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 I'm just taking notes of the podcast I'm listening. <laughs> and one of the things, yeah, so man, I always, so for example, one of the things, it's so powerful for me, man, give me, especially in the morning, you know, because I, just the introduction of your podcast, you know, Knowledge for Men, it's already very inspired. So your level of su- success will soon exceed your level of a personal development, development because success is something you attracted by the person you become, how powerful is that? Eh? It's very powerful. Yeah, I believe that's how Alrod. I, I, I believe. Mm. And that's that's super cool, man. So, how you have this experience all the time, you no know, interviewing all the these people. So, which which interview has has? I know it's a hard question in four hundred, but can you yeah, tell? It's hard question. Yeah, <laughs> can you tell just just some you know. The the as as uh, no growing as as a man and, and going through lots of challenges as well because I know you lost your father you know you got very sick as well so doing those interviews uh, how that those interviews was shaping you Andrew to become yeah. a better you know a better version of yourself to become you know the, the, the even this idea of the podcast the rise of the super being you know, it's exactly that you know how can an ordinary person ordinary person become better vision of themselves and then keep it growing, growing, growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, as far as uh, the first question with like favorite episode, uh, I have to- I have a top 10 list on my website at knowledgeformen.com and then just go to podcasts. It's, but uh, the first one that I-, I have here is Mo got it. And uh, he was like a, an engineer at Google 
who uh, we, we talk about happiness and he has this just great formula for happiness. Uh, William uh, McRaven, who was the, uh, who was the commander for, of uh, special forces for the United States. And uh, his just uh, simple message of if you can't uh, make, make your bed in the day, then, you know, you, you're not, you're not going to win the day. And uh, I mean, yeah. it, it's just <laughs> the reason why that's interesting to me is just because it's so simple and it's something that like, uh, you know, you think you would tell that to your five-year-old, but uh, he was the commander of all special forces for the United States. And I, so I just think like we would think of him as this, the ultimate, you know, badass guy. Mm. Uh, but his, his message is so simple with just like basic discipline. Uh, Kamal Ravikant was was uh, his whole message was about loving yourself, and um, I think that's something that uh, men should ask themselves: is Do I love myself? And it, often, often there's a lot of tension in that question. Mm. And uh, it's like, oh, like we haven't asked. Uh, you know, you're trying to get love from everyone else, but what about you? What about what about just filling up your own cup first? Mm. So, um, I mean, there's a ton of really good. Uh, episodes uh, that that people can check out uh, mm-hmm. on the site, but uh, the second question was more so like, how can men become like the strongest version of themselves? Yes. Or yeah, what well, a part of what I've learned from all of these people is that they all had they all had to go through a journey. Mm-hmm. Like I interview these people trying to dissect the journey. And uh, they all had one. There wasn't one who was like, oh, no, like I no, that wasn't me. I didn't have to go on a journey. It was it just happened. Like there wasn't actually I'll be like, what were the challenges? What were the failures? No one was ever like, oh, there there wasn't. Everyone had challenges. Everyone went and embarked on journeys where they had massive failures. And they there was always this this state in that journey where they wanted to give up and they, they were almost at rock bottom and they didn't feel like they could keep going. And when you hear that same story, but, but played out in different journeys, whether it's like someone's trying to be a Navy SEAL or someone is, you know, a multimillionaire or someone uh, is climbing up Mount Everest, uh, so many different stories. There's, there's always that, that the same common thread of the hero's journey. And when we can look at our own life as if we are on these journeys, as I suggested earlier. Uh, but, but when we do get in that pit, when we do get in that, that dark uh, place where we don't feel like this is working or that uh, what is the point of all of this and we're really at a, at a low point in our lives, uh, that is the area where you will find the most growth of yourself as a man. And so what this does, if you make that, reframe that 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 the that the big low point is actually the greatest thing for you as a man that to to become a grounded man to become the hero of your life you are required to go through se- severe low points at times not permanently i don't think guys should always be suffering in pain uh, but but there are phases in life and so when we are in those phases and i think right now a lot of people are there's a lot happening in the world People are losing jobs economically. A lot of people are going through hard times and uncertainty, mm-hmm. but we can view this as opportunities for growth. And what this can do is enable us to be excited for journeys and be excited to 
continue to try new things and and be, because we we won't necessarily be so scared of the failure of the pit because we actually want that we actually we're not failing we're not losing we're actually just going through life and we're enjoying it as much as possible and we're growing on the journey so that has been profound and you shared too uh last year uh it's been it's been some time uh a little over a year uh when my my father passed away and i got really sick and my business uh because of these two events and there was also a close friend of mine who 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 died in a helicopter accident and uh all of these events happened within about a four week period and each one of those is enough to set uh, you know anyone back quite some time mm-hmm. and they all happened in a four week period which then put me it, you know i thought i had had low points before i thought that i had overcome challenges before but that moment where i'm my my business is crumbling because i'm not necessarily showing up to my business i'm not necessarily paying attention to things like i'm emotionally in so much pain and i'm just questioning so many things about life like why is this all happening as far as my dad and my friend like so it brought me to my knees in such a low point that it was the ultimate test for me and uh, for, for being grounded. It's okay, Andrew, you're all about this. You've overcome all these different challenges. You've interviewed all these people, but here's your cataclysmic event right now, right here. How grounded are you going to be? Because I, I easily could have just fallen back into, I have a you know a past, past history of alcohol and drug abuse and falling back into the old patterns and uh, I chose to be sober throughout that event and throughout that phase so that I could feel the pain and that I can go through it and, and, and just take it day by day. Uh, so from all of that, it, it's allowed me to uh, become stronger and then to share these messages with so many of the guys, whether they're clients or they're listening to the podcast and things like that. But it has been a, I'm not going to say like uh I'm happy it happened or anything like that, but uh, through, because it's hard for me to say this back then, I I couldn't even picture myself saying this, but looking back, I mean, uh, it it has been a journey that has really given me uh, the lessons, the strength and and courage to continue the work that I'm doing. And so uh, everyone's going to have those moments and it is it is the ultimate test of the man is how will he handle himself when he's really in those in those places because that could have easily have set me back many years. Uh, where whereas uh, I, it, I I basically started to recover back in January of this year, so um, eight or nine months ago, and uh, yeah, it's mm. it's been it's been the journey, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. That's awesome, man. That's super cool. So, so Andrew, what's your? You just mentioned before. What What's your definition of happiness? Yeah, well, it's uh, you know, I'd say it's almost very similar to uh, the definition of success in that mm. you know, being able to wake up and and do the things that you you want and and to when I live in alignment that's when I'm most happy. So when I'm, when I'm living in alignment with whatever that is, whether it's, whether it's my work or it's with dating or it's uh, with friends or it's in hobbies, but just living in alignment makes me feel happy. Uh, even if it's 
something bad might happen. Like if I know I need to break up with this woman, uh, that's painful, but, but I'm living in alignment to what I know is true with me. Mm. And that has always guided me in uh, making decisions that would always benefit me the following uh, day, week, month, and year. So, uh, th- you know, today, today was a great, today's a great day. It's continuing. Uh, I'm happy with the day. Um, and I'm happy to just continue to do work that I enjoy and, and to share a message that I think is important for, for men around the world, which indirectly is going to benefit women as mm-hmm. women are the ones asking, where are all the good men? And, um, and, and th- that's my definition of happiness. Yeah, that's a good question. Where where are the good men? <laughs> yeah, where where are they? But they are they uh, are growing, and and uh, there are many 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 good men out there, and yes, and uh, yeah. there are many men who are on journeys, mm. and uh, that there we're all we're all in this together, and yes. and, and uh, I don't want guys thinking that like I'm above or anything. Like I'm right there with you. Like I I'm currently going through uh, many different journeys. And, uh, I, I, I believe I overcame quite a big one, uh, not too long ago. Yeah. <laughs> so Andrew, now do, do you cry, Andrew? When do you cry? You, you know, you cry? I haven't, I haven't, uh, you know, when my, when my dad passed away and I got the news on the, uh, I got a call from the sheriff and then he just, he was very professional, but he just kind of talked to me like he was talking about anything. Mm. Uh, but he was and you always kind of wonder what that what it would look like when that situation occurs especially if your your father's getting older you're kind of like what would that look like and i just couldn't believe i couldn't believe that it was happening and i couldn't believe that this is what it looks like and i couldn't believe it was real it, it was it was so hard to believe but i remember instantly i fell i just fell to the floor and started uh crying so hard. i haven't cried that hard uh in, in, in many, many years. Like mm-hmm. I, I didn't know that I was capable of crying like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was, a, it was like a deep, uh, it was almost like there was just so many emotions around it. And, uh, but it was much, it was very much necessary. Um, I won't say that I cry for, I'm pretty good with, you know, that's a serious challenge. And, and I think that warrants every ounce of emotion around it to, to be expressed and explored and shared. Uh, but with other challenges, like let's say business or something like that, where, where things, uh, or maybe a girl, something's not working out, but, um, I, I, I guess I'm at a point where I feel like I, I'm just, <laughs> I just stay grounded through it that I don't necessarily get extremely, uh, uh, emotional, but I'm not saying that I won't, uh, but, but it's more so, uh, in, in the situations and events that are, you know, very significant, uh, you know, I'm not going to hold that back. I understand mm-hmm. that there's a lot of emotion here and I've got to let this out. Like this, this is natural. This is healthy. Um, and there's, there's no shame in a man who's crying for something that is important to him, uh, any sort of uh, loss or anything like that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So Andrew, two more questions, Andrew. So cool. what, what's, what's holding men back? So porno, uh, fast food, <laughs> Netflix, <laughs> Tinder, what's what's the what's holding the man back? Yeah, I think uh, I think at like a at an external level, I think what's holding men back are what I would call vices of man, which is yes, porn and anything that creates instant gratification. 
So porn uh, is instantly gratifying. Uh, 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 alcohol is instantly gratifying. You take the shot, instantly gratifying. Uh, drugs, cocaine, instantly gratifying. Tobacco, instantly gratifying. Uh, video games are instantly gratifying. Uh, Netflix. I don't know if Netflix is instantly gratifying. It's it's uh, it it, it is gratifying though. Um, and what I mean by Netflix, just any sort of when you're just watching a lot of TV or so, or binge watching, for instance, um, you're sort of in a daze, and in many ways you're hiding. So that's what it can look like. Because if you're if you're doing those things, then you're not advancing your life. Your life is not improving. You're you're not going after your your your, your journeys that I talk about. The 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 hero's journey are all on halt. Uh, we haven't answered the call to adventure because we're still numbing. Uh, and so if we haven't answered calls to adventure, if we haven't embarked on journeys, then we're not moving forward in life. And the man's life is on halt. And what happens is often I get these guys who will come to me, uh, whether they're 30, 40, 50, or 60 even, and they typically come to me after something, how they found me, somehow they found me. And they will tell me how they have lived the last decade or two decades or three decades uh, in that state. And, and they didn't know. They, they, they just thought that this was life. And they didn't realize that that your 20s is over. Once it's over, it's over. Your 30s. Once it's over, it's over. You're not, you're not getting it back. And you're, you're, only, you're only aging. And you're only going, uh, you know, you're only losing time. And when men realize that, and they look at how much time they spent in vices and distractions, they realize that, uh, you know, there's this whole other world out there and it's one where you are embarking on the adventures that call to you, the ones that you've always wanted to do, the ones that really light your belly uh, up, and, you know, the fire in the belly where, where you're excited to, to do the thing that you want to do. So that's what it can look like um, externally. And then you get these guys, they typically uh, will end up finding me after a breakup or even a divorce and then they realize how uh, how that's how they were showing up in their relationship, and that's how they were even showing up with their kids. Uh, and it's it leads to a dysfunctional life. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I've, I'm not I'm never going to have a drink again. Uh, that I'm never going to watch, um, you know, uh, uh, the Mandalorian, uh, the Star Wars. Uh, you know, I, I might watch those. I you know I might check it out. But the the point here is is that I, I don't let those things slow down or prevent my journeys from taking place. My journeys, what I'm doing with my life comes first. If there's any time left over, then I may watch a show. I may watch a movie. You know, mm-hmm. I may do things, but uh, so I don't want guys to think I'm, I'm just, I just never uh, in, enjoy uh, movies. Like I think the new 007 is coming out. I'll probably watch it, uh. <laughs> but I will for sure put in, you know, my, my goals first above that. I will ensure that I'm, I'm making progress on my journeys and, and what's important to me uh, in showing up in life uh, versus hiding. Because the question that guys need to ask themselves is what else are you going to do? Why would you not do the thing that is that you know you would like to do? And it's typically rooted in some sort of fear. Um, but again, that's, that's where we find the most growth. That's where we find that you will rise as a man in, in, in those stages of a uh, uh, overcoming fear and the tension uh, and the rock bottom phases uh, that I talked about. Uh, so that's sort of like externally what can happen of, of how it could hold someone back. Um, and I, and then I guess that leads right into internally is that that mm-hmm. fear of, you know, why would I not do this? 
well, I'm scared I might fail. I'm scared that you know I'm going to be embarrassed. I'm scared that this isn't going to work out. And uh, if I look back at all the interviews that I've done, there's there's no one who started their journey and just knew ex- exactly what to do, and also that they would not in- incur any sort of failure. It's it's an expected part of the journeys, and it's an expected part of of man becoming the strongest version of himself. So it it. It, it would then seem that the way forward is to then let fear guide us. So the, the very thing that is preventing us, we need to not run from it, but we need to actually turn around and start walking towards it. And sort of like a horse with a carrot stick, the carrot stick being fear, it, it will never end. You will always be able to follow the path of, of fear uh, and but in many ways, you could replace the word fear with growth, and it is actually the same thing. Because in order to grow, you will have to embrace your fears. So that is the path, uh, and and that's what's going to make that's what's going to make you a man that you're proud of for yourself when you know that you're living in alignment. Like that's what's going to make you look in the mirror and feel like you're the man. Like you are doing it. Like this is you're you're seizing life and. That's a feeling that is priceless that not even multimillionaires or billionaires might have because it's, it's, it's a feeling of alignment. And just because you have money doesn't mean that you're aligned. That's so awesome. That's super powerful. So, Andrew, which question should I ask you when I didn't? That's a good question. Um, I, I, don't, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. Because, man, you, you know, you've interviewed so many people. And also, uh, what, which question should I, should I ask you to, you know, to, to uh, again, exp- explore a little bit more your expertise? And I didn't. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh all I'm looking at here is let me just show you what I'm looking at. Uh, like, yes, please. I'm here. Oh, uh, man, beautiful. The, That's awesome. <laughs> so like I'm, when, I'm, when I'm talking, like the ocean's right there and, and the, the beach is right there. So I'm going to surf. I'm meeting my friend. Uh, yeah, and we're going to surf. And then, uh, and then we surf for sunset. Uh-huh. And it's just so beautiful. Uh, That's awesome. So, Andrew, what's, 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 the, what's the meaning of life for, for you, Andrew? What's the purpose? What's the purpose? Let's let's get very. I was like, you know, because you have you have the the, the session your podcast, you know, the yeah, fire question, sure. yeah. So for me, I I always ask the the embrace the chaos, you know. So kind of what life is about it. You know, it's a very that's a very powerful question, and uh, I'll only share from my own uh, experience. <laughs> the meaning of life, <laughs> I, I would I would say is very simply to embark on your hero's journey and mm. and to do as many as you can. Whether that's a black belt, that is clearly a hero's journey. Whether that's uh, becoming a musician, whether that's finding the love of your life, that is a journey. That's that's going to take time. That's going to take failure. That's going to take challenges. Whether that's traveling to the places. Uh, to many places that you want to travel to, or if that means quitting your job to then uh, travel and find and to recreate yourself through travel. Uh, there's so many different journeys that one could go on. And I can't tell a man what you should do, mm-hmm. but I can tell you to 
follow your curiosity and so that you will find journeys and adventures that are most compelling to you. And we can only go on so many in our, in our life. Uh, We can only go on so many. And I think the more that you can embark on, the more that you set sail on this journey and you commit, like you're on the journey, like you're, you're setting sail and you know, you're, you're committed, you're burning the boats. You're not going to go back. And this is something that you're, you're all in on. This is it. And I'm going to go away until, and I'm not returning until I come back a hero of this path. And it doesn't necessarily mean you're, you're leaving your, your town or it could, uh, but it, it's, it's more so uh, you're leaving your old self and, and you're, you're transforming into this other version of yourself. And so I, that, that to me is, is very much uh, the meaning of life is to embark on as many heroes journeys as possible. Uh, this is what makes life worth living. You know, if you're watching uh, a movie or uh, if you're watching the movie of your own life, you know, is it actually compelling? Is it something that people would want to watch? Is it something that people would get up and leave and want to refund mm-hmm. because your movie is so yeah. boring because you're <laughs> doing the same thing. There's no failure. There's no, there's no climax. There's no, uh, you know, there's no chaos. There's no, there's no drama. There's it's, it's all blase. It's the guy hiding. It's the guy numbing himself. It's the guy not showing up in life. So if you view, view it like that, you know, it, it, it make this life, you know, with as many journeys as you can, each journey being like its own movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, you you can really accomplish a lot when you view it that way, because you're, you're almost in a way sort of separating yourself from the the pain and the, and the challenges, because you're kind of uh, in many ways, I won't say looking forward to it, but you're more so expecting it. You're more so like, ah, this is that part. Of course, this is going to happen. And, and I know what to do here. I know I, I need to persist. I know I need to talk to mentors. I know I need to continue growing. I know I need to keep moving forward uh, and, and not give up. And that's a guy that you would want to be a friend, friends with. Yeah. That, that's a guy that you know, your kids would be proud of. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's a guy that people would want to follow that guy. He's really interesting because those are the most interesting men. It's men who have embarked on many different journeys and they can talk about so many different things they've been through, different challenges, different uh, hardships and, and, and failures and just funny moments and, uh, and beautiful moments along the journey. People who are boring, like if, if you're boring, it's because you aren't on a journey. And if, if you are bored right now listening, uh, hopefully you're not bored listening. Hopefully this is, this yeah. is valuable for you. <laughs> but if you're bored in your life, just in general, it's because you're not on a journey. You're not taking advantage of this opportunity you have and um, I, I think when someone, and I, I, as, you, as anyone gets older, you're going to start experiencing death as a normal sort of uh, part of life. My friend, or not my friend, my brother, he's kind of my friend, but my brother, uh, his training partner passed away, uh, who, was, who, was also, who was a black belt. Mm. And, um, and another guy who was a, a, a brown belt had, um, uh, had passed away. That was my brother's training partner, whom I had also trained with uh, when I was training. Um, and these were young, I mean, these are guys in their forties. This is not old age. You know, this is, we sort of think that we're going to live until, uh, 85 or 90 or 95. Mm. Whereas, you know, people are dying. Like my friend passed away. He was 30, uh, 34. Uh, my dad passed away in his early seventies, which is a good 
you know, it's a decent uh, age, uh, but not necessarily the optimal age to pass away. Um, and I think when we start realizing that, it's like, man, uh, you know, this this whole thing is short or it can be short. We don't know when our time is going to happen. And so because of that, we shouldn't be spending our time in, in the things that I talked about, like the, the vices of men, uh, because we're not able to, it prevents us from going on journeys because we don't have the time. Mm, yeah. So yeah. We, we have to maximize. I, I don't know what else to do. Like if someone could tell me what would actually be, be better than pursuing your life's journeys, I would listen. I would I would genuinely want to have you on the podcast and I'd want to know what is better than pursuing a life of growth and improving myself in all aspects, both uh, you know, relationships with women, with my friends, with my family, with my business, with my health, and just with my passions. Like if there's something cooler, let me know. And until then, this is what I'm doing. Yes. <laughs> Oh, my brother, you're such a beautiful soul, man. Yeah, so refreshing to see someone so young and, man, doing so much, you know, making a difference, a real difference on, on the world. Yeah, thank you so much for the work you're doing. Thank you so much for your time. I mean, genuine, I'm, you know, I'm a fan of what you're doing and inspired me as well to, to, you know, to do a little bit. You know, I'm doing, you know, just in a small proportion here, but I'm trying my best as well. With the I, I think I what have. you're doing is really incredible, especially for, you know, if you're really impacting a lot of guys in that community, the New Zealand being an island mm. and uh, any amount of people is, is powerful. And it, it, it's sometimes hard to see how many people you're impacting when you're doing it online. Cause you, you don't necessarily see everyone. Yeah. Uh, like I didn't know that you, you know, you had been listening to this. I didn't know that mm. you had gone into prison. There's guys reading the book yes. in prison. <laughs> like I didn't know that, like, that's really cool. That's really, that's really inspiring. Uh, but I, yeah, I really think what you're doing is great. And, uh, you have a unique angle as well. And, mm. uh, the, what you're doing with jujitsu and helping the guys as they come into your Academy, I think, I think it's really great. And so keep up that great work. Uh, thank you, my bro. Thank you so much. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna, gonna share this. I'm really excited to share this with the, the community. So yeah, Andrew, again, thank you so much. Give, give, give yourself a, as, as you said on your podcast, no, please give yourself a plug for, for the listeners who want to know more <laughs> about your, your work, please. Yeah, I think the, the, I mean, we've been talking about the podcast, so obviously mm -hmm. we're uh, on a podcast now. So just knowledge for men, you could find it on iTunes. Uh, for guys that are interested in learning more about the work I do, they could go to kfmlive.com and they would just watch a video. If they're interested in uh, kind of the next step of what it would look like to join a program, uh, they could just, they could pursue it then, uh, kfmlive.com. But ultimately, thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, when I got your email and when I kind of looked at what you're doing, you know, it was an instant hell yeah. I, even if you have, I, I don't know the, si the size of the following, but regardless, like I'm, I'm excited and happy to uh, spend my time here with you before mm. I go surfing uh, yeah. sunset. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And thank you so much, man. No, you have no idea how I'm happy to, you know, to have this conversation with you and, and so much value as well, of, you know, everything you said. Yeah, it's amazing, my brother. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. It's been an honor. Thank you.